podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off, plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction uh, here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast to range, uh, Leon 1, Rangers 1. Uh, a bit of an impromptu live uh, that we're doing just now because we were going to be slightly later in recording due to life getting in the way of things for me particularly and Ali having to go a walk. I'm only kidding Ali, it is all my fault. Um, joining me to discuss a, a rather pleasing night in France for Rangers and to continue Gio's unbeaten run as Rangers manager, Ali Pearson, how you doing? Not bad. That was fairly enjoyable, to be honest. I kind of, my heart wasn't beating like it usually would, so I it was a <laughs> shot, right? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, Scotia, how's it going, mate? I'm okay. Ali's like a wee dog, isn't he? He needs to go his walk daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep I'm good. Yeah, no, I agree with Ali there in the in the, the terms of that was it was a relaxing watch that to be honest. Yeah, it's something quite different. Um just before we get started, morning from Auckland. I just love that. I love that there's somebody in Auckland watching us. Good morning indeed. Uh Curry Munchers here. Your balls will thank you. Yes, they will. Missy said not something like a pair of muggers. <laughs> 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 John Lamy, uh, evening guys, good evening. Yeah, so we are just live tonight just purely based on, I'd say everything was a wee bit rushed there and it was just trying to find the time to record and by the time we do this, yada yada, all the boring stuff, I thought we might as well just go live just now. Um, so, yeah, as I say, it's a, a different game, a different feeling to the game. It, it did, to me, feel very much like a friendly as if there wasn't really much to play for. I think you could tell by the amount of changes that both teams made to that. So, I... I I didn't really know what to expect, but we've seen some good things tonight. We've seen some not good things tonight, as you would probably expect from the the experimentation that happened by Van Bronckhurst tonight. Um, so we'll get into it. Uh, there was The starting 11 was six changes for the side that won against Dundee on Saturday. McLaughlin, Patterson, Colton, Bassey, Barisic, Lundstrom, Kamara, Kent, Hadji, Wright and Roof. On the bench was Tav, Arfield, Aribo, Bakuna, Davis, Kelly, McGregor and McCrory. Uh, no Morelos and Sakala, as expected, due to being one booking away from suspension. However, the biggest uh, thing sticking out from that is that Ryan Jack was nowhere to be seen. Ali, uh, it's been reported that he's took another knock in training. Um, I'm beginning to feel the worst for Ryan Jack. Yeah, it's worrying. This was a perfect game for Ryan Jack to play tonight. I picked him in my team. Um, and when I didn't see him even on the bench, I was, I was worried. And then obviously Gio was a, was a interviewed and confirmed that he picked an injury up in training. So it's it's not good. It's not good. He seems to come back, Ryan Jack, and then pull up straight away. And it's worrying. And how long do we persevere with him, to be honest, until it gets to a point where, and I don't want this to come to this point, that you need to say, no, I'm sorry. We, we can't have players that are constantly injured for, for Rangers at the moment. We need players that can come in and at, at this present point. He can't, unfortunately, and it's um, it's sad because Ryan Jack's are an important player for us, but if he's going to be constantly injured, unfortunately, we will have to cut our ties with him at some point. Well, it pains me to say that. Like that pains me to say that. Pains me to say it, Carney, but No, look, mate, uh, yeah, tonight's one of the ones that, uh, that kind of dawned on me, and I've said it before, mate, about Ryan Jack is... He, he deserved another chance. He deserved to have another go at it. Of course he did, but... This, this is another setback, and I just don't know how long will it be persevere. Um, I was gutted that I didn't, Ryan Jack wasn't even on the bench tonight. I was because it just gave me that kind of sinking feeling. Look, and we might be reading too much into it, it might be something minuscule when they've just decided not to take the risk. But Scotia, I have the fear that he's going to get left behind with this team as Geo just continues to kind of progress forward. Yep. It's um it's a severe possibility to be honest. I'm, I didn't see Gio's um, sort of post match interviews or anything like that, or pre match even should I say? Um, so I didn't pick up on news that he'd get injured in training. So I'm hoping that's just a knock. 
Um, I know I was saying to you guys in the group chat that I would expected Ryan Jack to be starting more often if we were playing the way we were playing sort of towards the end of Gerrard's time in charge. I think the, the team itself have kind of got a wee bounce in their step that Jack's not really been needed um, because the rest of the midfield were starting to play that that bit better. Um, so I'm hoping that it's just a wee, a wee slight knock and they're not taking any risks at all because, yeah, he's, he's an important player for reason as a player that I really like as well. You know, he's one of my favourite Rangers players at the moment and, you know, we are, you're well documented and seen it yourself that he's like one of your best favourite Rangers players at the moment too. So hopefully it's just a wee knock because I know he's got, what, about a year and a half left in his contract. I think that runs down at the end of sort of the 2022-23 season. So hopefully he can kind of recover fairly quickly and get back into the, the match day squads and things. Because, to be honest, we probably need him to, over the next couple mm -hmm. of weeks. So hopefully it is just a wee niggle and they're not taking any risks. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm starting to get worried about it. And even as I'm talking about it, it's given me not a very nice feeling in my stomach because everybody knows how much I love Ryan Jack. I loved Ryan Jack when he came. Uh, and then my my stepdad is um, a sheep shagger for his sins and he hates him, so it makes me love him even more. So, yeah, it's just it is one of the things. Um, Aldo, thanks very much, mate. Don't forget to hit the like button. People subscribe and become a member. It says club logo there. That must not come up on StreamYard for whatever reason, but you can actually use in the comments, you can use our logo if you become a, a, become a club at 22 supporter. So cheers, Aldo. Um, yeah, so into the game itself. Um, before we get started, somebody just mentioned it in the, in the comments as well. That Leon top is up there with the worst kit I have seen all season. That was horrific. Would you agree with that? Am I being a bit old-fashioned here? But that is horrible. What did it go through my head? To be honest, when I was watching the oh, game, if I'm being honest, up. but die. Didn't really bother me. I'm not going to be wearing a Leon top anyway. Scotia, you kind of look like you're wearing. Scotia looks like he's kind of wearing a cloak tonight. You even a lot of cloak. No, it's just Scotia. a no. It's just a jumper, man. I've had my window <laughs> like, open all day, so my room's freezing. He's like, he's like the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've, I've not, I've, I've, yeah, like Ali, it didn't really register me on the night, but see all these kind of daft away kits, they've come back into fashion recently over the mm. past few seasons that you get these, but maybe not away kits as such, but the third kit seems to be these mad flashbacks to the mid-90s when the tops were horrific at points back then, particularly down in the Premier Premier League, so yeah, it's not, not one I would be buying. No, I, I just I just had to mention something that I missed it, but I actually noted it down. I was like, that's fucking horrific, that top. Um, anyway, we'll jump into the game. Um, first 10, Rangers had the better of the ball. Um, Kent was looking really dangerous. Kind of 10, into, 10 to 20 minutes, Leon started to dominate the possession a bit, but Rangers seemed quite happy just to sit in. Neither team really created anything um, up to 20 minutes. Ali, so it was, it was quite... Flat's probably not the wrong word. It was uneventful for 20 minutes. Yeah. It's like watching a pre-season friendly, I thought. Both yeah. teams were quite happy to... I thought the first couple of minutes, Leo and I had a go at us, and then we get control of the ball and knocked the ball about quite nicely, I thought, at times, Rangers. But I think Leo were quite happy to give us the ball at times and vice versa. We were happy to give them the ball. It was, it was very pre-season vibes, to be honest. And... Like me and Scotia said again, it was it was a enjoyable watch because you knew at the end of the, what the result was. It didn't really matter in the grand scheme of it, but it was good to see certain players that you'll obviously come on to that I thought put a good performance in. Yeah, I forgot actually we got so sidetracked with Ryan Jack there. My fault probably. Um, Scotia, what was your thoughts on the team? Did you expect more changes than that, or did you you kind of? Were you happy with the amount of changes that were made? No, I think that's the the least or the, the most they could really make because the defence there was really only one option to change in defence, and then obviously, like you mentioned up front, we're resting Sakal and Morelos because we don't want to pick up that that second yellow card that would rule them out. So no, it was kind of the ex amount of changes that I expected. If I'm being honest, it would have been good maybe to see a few more of the youngsters on the bench, but I think that was probably. That was stopped by quite a few of them. We're obviously playing against that Bulgarian outfit um, earlier in the week. So perhaps that's why we didn't see them. Yeah, perhaps. Ali, quickly, just back to you. Were you happy enough for the team? Yeah, the, the, the only two that I, that wasn't in my team was uh, 
was Ryan Jack, and that's because he was injured. And I thought Bakuna might have started. So yeah, I was, I was uh, the back, the back five was what I thought it would be because that's pretty much all we've got to pick from. And then midfield mm-hmm. to front with Riff up front. I was, yeah, I was, I was pretty happy with the team to be honest. Yeah, it's same. I, I, I think it was. I'm a wee, maybe a wee bit shocked the fact that Kent played, but you, I reckon obviously if. Sakala wasn't on his book and then he probably would have played Sakala, I would imagine, and rested Kent. But yeah, I, I was happy enough. I thought I'm a wee bit disappointed we didn't see um some of the youth players. I mean, we, we didn't see Kelly either tonight. I obviously will come on to so I, I did expect to see a wee bit more of that. Just based on Gio's a, a Dutch coach, this is kind of what they're all about. So um but again, no, I think he was obviously trying to kind of see out the the, the one each eventually. So, um, Roof goes close after a great work from Ken on the left-hand side, sees a keeper off his line, takes it early but just clips outside of the post. Then it's a bit of a panic stations at the back for Rangers, a long ball over the top. It's McLaughlin rushing off his line. He punches it away but he punches it straight to a Leon player but Rangers do manage to kind of regroup and stop him getting a shot away. That takes us up to about 30 minutes um, and you could tell that you could tell it was a, a, a well-changed 11 for both teams. In my opinion, at this point, uh, this is what I have noted down, so don't at me. Uh, uh, in my opinion, Rangers, from a Rangers perspective, right, hadn't really been in the game at this point at all, up to 30 minutes. And neither had Hadji. Um, Parson was... Showing me flashes and he was showing his willingness and his desire to get forward. However, he did get caught out a few times defensively. Ali, was, is that a fair assessment on 30 minutes without knowing what's about to happen next? <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was the same on um, on Scott Wright. I thought Scott Wright, the first, say, first 20, 25 minutes was, um, wasn't he in the game at all. A Scotia's man had you tonight. <laughs> frustrated me tonight. He really frustrated me at times. He did some really good stuff, and then at times his decision making I thought was really poor. There was mm. one, I think it was the first half we were in, and he could have slid the ball to I don't know who it was on the right hand side, and he had a shot, and it was fucking terrible. Um, he frustrated me a lot tonight, Hadji, but that's what Hadji's about. He's a frustrating player, but he can give you that one moment of brilliance, Hadji. Um, but yeah, I. I thought Ryan Kent was having joy with that boy they had um, right back. It was like he's, 17 or something. He was, he was only Google, 17. Yeah. So you, you, uh, you, you've got to give the, He's only a young lad, to be fair. But Ryan Kent, every time he wanted to go with him, could beat him. And um, th- that was the threat we had down the left-hand side, really. And it, like you say, Patterson was offering that offensive side down there. But I thought if we were going to get joy, it was going to be through, through Ryan, Ryan Kent. Yeah, Scotia, your thoughts on 30 minutes? Would you agree that Right, Hadji were kind of struggling and passing a few times. Just nothing really seriously major, but just he'd maybe his over eagerness to get forward was kind of jeopardising his defensive performance, if you like. Uh, it was at times on. Yeah, I agree with Ali on right. It was that's the kind of player right is. It's that that winger that you know. This is his, I think it was his first start since the Hearts game back in October. Early October, yeah. maybe. I think that's his first start. So, yeah, you can't. It was a meaningless game as well. It was. It didn't have any zip about it, really. Um, it was Hadji's. I think it's been hard. Hadji's worst performance under Geo, but I don't think it was an absolutely terrible performance. I just think there wasn't that zip in the game that was allowing him because he was getting played as the number ten, which I want him to get played at. But there was not. There wasn't that zip to the game. You know, that way up until that, you know, 30 minutes. And Leon grew into the game for like after about 10 minutes, they started taking a wee bit of control. And Rain, we were quite happy to kind of lose territory, lose a bit of possession and just soak up the pressure. Um, so it was, it was a very kind of, yeah, easy game to watch. At no points was I getting concerned. There was that chance that um, Dembele played the offside trap in about 10 minutes. And I think if, if, if he'd managed to do it better, I think that would have probably been onside because mm-hmm. he did sell Bassey. Bassey get caught out a wee bit there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, that was really the, the, the biggest chance. And then obviously we had Roof's chance as well that you knew, you knew what he was doing and he was a wee bit unlucky that it didn't didn't manage to find go in or get, get a wee bit closer to the net there. But yeah, it was a fairly, up to that point, it was a fairly kind of laid back pedestrian game. And it, as we say, it was, it was actually, there was no stress 
for me, at any point during that game, I was just sitting back, actually enjoying a game like, it was like I wasn't watching Rangers because I was just sitting enjoying a game of football, to be honest. Mm. No stress involved. Yeah, Jamie Lowe's come in. Uh, Manscaped also the best in men's hair straighteners. Team Oliver, Scotia, this is going to grow arms and legs, this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, cheers, Jamie. Uh, yeah, I, I would tend to agree. I, I still was very aware that I was watching Rangers, and but I, I did feel... I kind of forgot that it was the Europa League at times. I was going on, oh, fuck, right, this is actually Europe. Because obviously the stadium didn't help. It was hardly empty in the stadium, really, for our home fans. And kudos to the Rangers fans that managed to get themselves there, by the way, because that's absolutely incredible that after the carry-on that they went through with the French authorities, Lyon authorities, and I thought the, the Rangers Festival of Light was probably better than anything France could ever hope to put on for a cheese and light festival or whatever the excuse was going to be. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, as I say, it was just one of those games. Um, Scott's right first. Uh, he kind of run at the run at the defender. It leads to a shot from Barisic at the edge of the box, but it's uh, with his right foot and it's straight at the keeper. But it was more promising from right, and then Rangers take the lead. Great work from Kent down the left hand side. He flicks a ball over the defenders to Kamara. The check back from Kamara sends that boy to Paris. Cuts it back to the edge of the box. Scott right who shoots the shot is deflected. Yes, but it goes in. Ali, if you don't shoot, you don't score. Yeah, I've been banging that drum for God knows how long. And if we have noticed under Gio that we have been shooting from outside the box, mainly Joe Aribo, to be honest, but it was a great bit of play. Kent does really well. Puts, how many times have we seen Glenn Kamara? A lot of guys would be shouting from hit that first time and he just pulls that, pulls the ball back, sends that guy to the shops. He's done that move <laughs> lots of times for Rangers. Pulls it back to, to Scott Wright and like you say, if you don't shoot, you don't score and they got a bit of joy and it's in the back of the net and yeah, I thought Rangers grew into the game the last 15 minutes and were the better team and I kind of thought we deserved the lead um, from from the, the bit of play we had. Yeah, Scotia, Kamara and Kent here, it is pure filth. Oh, it was brilliant this wee bit and yeah, I really enjoyed it but what, see, we'd won the ball back there because we when we were breaking forward, I think it was Kent that was fouled just after he'd got across the, the D in the centre circle. He got fouled, get pulled back for a free kick. And then Roof does really well to then go in and get in front of the defender. He win our, another free kick for us. And it's from that that then it goes over to Kent and Kamara out on the left-hand side there. They do fantastically. It was absolutely brilliant. Sell the boy for a croissant down in Leon, <laughs> And then <laughs> yeah, oh, that was it. That's very, very cliche, mate. That is very, very cliche. <laughs> um, I liked it, though. I liked it. I'm not going to lie. I liked it. Um so then Wright had a, a shot from the edge of the box, but it goes over. Um, but it's, it certainly upped his game towards kind of the end of the half. Then half time, it's 1-0 uh, to Rangers. And I, I was thinking that was that was rather pleasing, was it not? Yeah, I was sitting at half time thinking this is, I'm quite enjoying this, to be fair. Uh, I mean, it did have a feel of, a, like I said, a, a friendly, to be honest. But the last 15 minutes, I thought Rangers just upped the tempo a wee bit and Guys like Scott Wright came alive, I thought, the last 15 minutes. And uh, I thought Rangers were really good the last 15 minutes. Ryan Kent, in particular, I thought was really good. Um, but yeah, I was sitting at halftime thinking, aye, we, we could get something for this game. Uh, that's quite good. A what, Scotia? <laughs> you mean a roll? <laughs> um, yeah, Scotia, at halftime, I was like, that was... Um, that's all just fine. That was all just fine. Look, and I know it's a well-changed Leon team and all that, but I mean, there's still quality within that team. There's no doubt about it. Their league position does not represent what they have, what kind of team they are. Look how well they've done in this group, for example. So, yeah, I was pretty pleased at halftime. Yeah, I was really enjoying that first half performance for us. There was a bit that wee spell where Leon grew into it, but like you say, they'd make made big rafts changes as well, but they also had... Dembele up front, and they had that boy Akambi up front, um, who couldn't find the couldn't find his way out of Bassi's pocket. To be honest, towards the end in the match, but um, yeah, so the big players that you know that have punished us there in the past. I know in defence they probably had quite a quite a youthful team, but you know these are players that are coming on to start, you know, playing pushing into like the French national team and things like that with their youth. So you know they're really high quality players. And so I was, I was very pleased with that. And I seen Curry Muncher earlier on had mentioned there that yeah, did that remind you of a Walter Smith European performance? And in, in parts it did. I think we were looked a wee bit more threatening at times than a Walter Smith's performances ever did, because they sometimes they could be like oh, backs against the balls, 
your nails bitten right down at the bed and stuff like that because you were just on, under constant pressure. But like I say, I think we just let them have the ball for big periods of time and just let them soak it up and they weren't creating any danger to us. And yeah, like I say, I really enjoyed that first half, if I'm being honest. Did you not? Yeah, did yeah. you not? Did you not think, lads? That you're right. Thought, did you not? Did you not? Did you not? Uh, <laughs> Wi-Fi flag there. No. Um, no, I wanted to say something before you lot start talking about something else. But right, did you not cool. think at the back, especially with John McLaughlin tonight, Rangers played the ball out from the back. I thought brilliantly at times tonight. I, I mean, I was sitting there at times shaking myself when we were doing this. But I, at times, I thought the way we played the ball out the back was. It was like watching a European team at times, if you know what I mean, because I thought Rangers were very good from playing the ball at the back. And I thought it, it came for John McLaughlin because I think he brings a bit of calmness with the ball at his feet, even though at times I'm sitting there going shite, but they're not thinking at Rangers. But I just I just thought I just wanted to, to, to bring it up. And did you think the exact same in terms of the way Rangers played the ball out for the back? Did he just point the ball at the park? A hundred percent, mate. Um, I, you literally said everything that I would have said. McLaughlin is so good with the ball at his feet. I mean, McGregor, well, McGregor isn't. We all know McGregor is not very good with his ball, the ball at his feet. He doesn't like to take the ball. There was a few passes tonight McLaughlin made. I had a wee, oh, what are you doing? But it came off for him. It didn't really seem to go wrong. John McLaughlin is a really good goalkeeper. It's just... It's just a shame that Alan McGregor's still playing. Scotia, would you agree with that? If McGregor wasn't there, I would have no no qualms about McLaughlin being our keeper. No, you're right. And it actually goes back to kind of the Walter Smith period in time because when McGregor was there, we also had Alexander as the backup. And again, when Alexander came in, he had no qualms about it. McLaughlin, mm-hmm. he, he does offer you that. He can, he can turn the ball over quicker. Coming out for back, he's got a wee bit... He's a wee bit better at controlling the sort of whole eighteen yard box coming out because I know there was, it was maybe in the second half that he came out and or was it was it not was towards the end of the end of the first half that he came out yeah and they kind of he came out and knocked the ball away from Dembele they again probably should maybe have scored from that I don't think him can be done very much there but no McLaughlin we've said it previously before I think he's one of the one of the second third best keepers in the league. You've been honest, and he's not playing every week. So, so who are you putting in there with him? Well, McGregor's number one, and then it's, it's to be honest, it's Craig Gordon's had a phenomenal season. If I'm being honest, so thank God you said that because I, I thought you were going to say Joe Hart. And I was like, no, oh, no I would no. agree. I would agree, Craig Gordon. Yeah, hundred percent agree, Craig Gordon. He's having he's having a pretty good season, right? So anyway, we're going to the second half. Um, and obviously Rangers, we concede. But to be honest, this is a very, very unlucky goal for Rangers to concede. The boy does well out on his right-hand side. And he does what you should be doing if there's nothing else on. Hit the ball low and hard, across the goals, hard you can. Into the, the corridor of uncertainty. I'll use that footballing cliche. And it Bassey can't really do much. It deflects off him into the goal. See, when I first seen it back, I thought when I first seen the goal live, I thought he'd scored an absolute worldie. I thought, what a goal that was. I didn't realise it was a deflection. Obviously, they see a deflection. Ali, Bassey can't do anything here. And obviously, McLaughlin's helpless at that point as well. It's a real unlucky goal to concede. Yeah, no, it was really unlucky. I, I mean, I thought the back line tonight was really good in open play. And when I say open play, you'll know what I mean. Corner we'll kick, come to corner that. Kick. We'll, we'll come, come to that. that. Um, no, I, I thought they were they were very good. I, again, I thought Bassi was he, he, that Dembele. I mean, Dembele's a good player. I know he played for them and Everton, but he's a good player, Dembele. And I mm-hmm. thought Bassi kept him quite quiet and muscled him off the ball a few times. But that one in particular, it was unlucky. And like you say, that that guy did everything that you should do: hit the ball low and hard, and see what happens. And he he won the lottery that guy because it hits off, hits off Bassi. Can he blame Bassi? And it's it's one each at that point. And at that point, you're thinking, how do Rangers respond? Do we retreat and Leon come on and we, we concede again, or, or do we do we go again and um, obviously come on? It will happen. But I it was unlucky. Scotia, are we um, are we being kind of contradicting to ourselves here because I'm going? It's a really unlucky goal. If this game meant something, I would have probably have been furious at that. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, I don't know. I, I, no, I agree. I don't think Bassey can do much more. I mean, obviously, we're recording this quite a wee bit after the full-time whistle. So the only thing that I've listened to was Kenny 
and McInnes and McCoy speaking in the studio just before they um, switched to, to um, Celtic's game against Batiste. So I was sitting listening to them, in, them and McInnes said something that I, I agreed with. I thought Barisic and Kent were doing well enough to kind of close down the angle for the for uh, was it Chekri out on the out on that right hand side to kind of close the gap. And then maybe where I disagree with McInnes a wee bit, he says that Bassey should be perhaps doing a bit better, being a bit lower. But again, Bassey's he's not an, he's not completely comfortable yet. He's been really good, but he's not completely comfortable yet playing in, playing in a centre back position. So for me, there's not an awful lot that Bassey can do wrong here. So no, it was. The, the guy out in that Shakiri boy done all, everything you need to just fire the ball low and hard across the face of defence and, and hope for that be that be Nick. So it was disappointing to concede it at that point because it was so early in the, the half and you know you're just coming off at the back of a really good first half. But yeah, uh, did I did I mention that Kamara come, come off? No. No, you no. didn't. I don't think. No, so at the start of the half, you can tell we've had plenty of time to get through this. And I Steve Davis, come on. This life done. Steve Davis, <laughs> come on. Yeah, Steve Davis, come on the park. A, a very good bit of rotation, I felt, to be completely honest. I thought, well, Kamara probably needs a wee bit of a rest. You might as well get Davis on. He's not played in a couple of games. So made perfect sense to me. I, I wasn't really too fussed about that at all. Um, after the, the, the Leon goal, it was a bit of a broken up game. It didn't really flow at all. Both teams were, I think, maybe struggling whether to think, do we stick, do we twist, are we going to actually try or not? And it came back kind of a battle within the midfield. And again, for that period up until Rangers made a, a, a double change, nothing happened. There was like not really anything to report. It was just one of them, as I say, both teams seemed quite happy at that point that, both of them had scored and the game just didn't really seem to, to ebb and flow very well. The double stuff for Rangers uh, was on the hour mark. Hadji and Wright come off, replaced by Bakuna and Arfield. Um, Ali, I wasn't shocked to see Hadji come off, uh, uh, but I was a wee bit shocked at Wright. I thought he might have got the 90 minutes. Yeah, I thought Ryan Kent would have come off after 60 minutes, maybe just to protect him for Sunday. Um yeah, I thought Wright would have probably played the full 90, but he didn't. Um, I thought Bakuna definitely would come on. I didn't think he would play basically as a striker for the last <laughs> when Roof came off, which was a bit weird. Um, don't think he'll be back but, there again. No, 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 but you, you can't blame him because that's not his position. But yeah, the, the subs were kind of what we were expecting, to be honest. But um, I, yeah, I agree in terms of that, that 20 minute spell, it was a bit flat. Leon probably looked the more likely to score, to be honest, with a couple of chances. We didn't really have an out ball at times. We were getting up the park and kind of losing it or checking back. So it did go a wee bit flat, but the changes kind of sparked a wee bit of life into the game, if you want to say. CGM55 has just said Kent won't start on Sunday when Ellis and Scala will come back in. Well, I strongly Kent disagree will, with Kent that. Kent will start in, in Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but I strongly disagree with that. I think Kent definitely will start. Um, Scotia, again, the changes for you, obviously, it made Rangers move to very much a 4 2 3 1. Uh, Bakuna was playing the kind of number 10 role behind Roof. And I think maybe the the idea around the change when it happened to get Bakuna on to play that kind of number 10 role was to support Kamar Roof, who I think for the majority of that game cut a very frustrated figure because nothing would stick up there for him and he couldn't really get himself into the game. No, you're right. Um, I think we started off the game with 4 2 3 1. And then it was, you know, Leon started growing into it. And then that's when McKinney switched again, which I like to see. I like us like to see tinkering the team and the formation during the games to kind of suit what's happening. And yeah, there was that period in the first half, similar to this period that we we're just speaking about in the second half, when it was pretty much all Leon, but they weren't really threatening. You know, they weren't causing us any problems. Um, so Bakuna coming on, yeah, I could understand him coming on because, yeah, Hadji wasn't, as I say, I think he's had a, it was his poorest game. Under Geo, but I don't think it's an absolutely terrible game he's had tonight. Um, and but I think the changes themselves were kind of just made with Sunday in mind. Get players forty-five minutes, get them thirty minutes in the legs, because some of the, a lot of these players were going to be making use of on Sunday and then again on the following Wednesday. So we want to keep them as fresh as we can while protecting players that have played for that lengthy period so that they don't pick up an injury or anything like that. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it might be more more around that. I still think there was some form of experimentation going on with, with Gio to see what he could and couldn't get away with, I suppose. But look, it's one of the games you can't really take too much about it. Um, somebody asked, I can't know where, it, where it's, the comment is, but somebody just asked about it, kind of we'll stick with him and we'll kind of round up his game. <clears throat> Ali, he's got some incredible footwork. I'm not going to say that he doesn't have that. He was unlucky at points today, but he didn't have that much of an effect on the game. Flat to deceive, I thought, to be honest. When he when he came on and Roof was up there, he gave a ball away a couple of times. He was muscled off the ball a bit. I was frustrating. There was wee flashes where he had a couple of tricks in his locker where he looked, he looked all right, but he was frustrating. And then he was put kind of through the middle and by him. And which I, I can't blame him because that's not his position through there. Mm-hmm. Um, he was unlucky a couple of times, but I mean, overall, hmm, has he caught the manager's eye? No, probably. Um, it's hard to judge because I felt for him having to play that kind of that, that striker's position, if you want to say. I know Arriba was, was pushed up with him at times, but. Aye, I, I would say he was, he was in the same camp as Hattie and I, frustrating, if you want to say with a word. CGM's made his points pretty clear about Pukuna. Uh, his, his ego's writing checks, his body can't cash. Uh, I don't know. Look, I think there's a player in there. I, I don't think there's any doubt. I think that he has talent. Scotia, what's your thoughts on Pukuna? It has been a few games, and he's, he has played well for us. He scored an absolute cracking goal for us as well, but what do you think? Do you think there's a place for him in this squad? I think there is, yeah. It was the, I think it was the Ross County game before the international break that he had a, a, a really good game when he came on in the sort of second half. Um, and like I was saying from the recording last week, that we hadn't really seen him under Geo up until mm-hmm. the Dundee game midweek, or mid, midweek at the, the weekend there, and then obviously he came on again tonight. But if you're being honest, Hadji, or Hadji off, Bakuna on, Bakuna didn't really do anything to kind of dislodge Hadji. They were both much of a muchness over the, over the course of that game tonight. They both weren't great, but they did show show wee flashes. Hadji's got a lot more credit in the bank for me. So at the moment, he's probably still going to be sitting around the fringes, I think. But like I said, he's the Dutch guys will know him. They, they must know about him because he's previously played in Holland. He's played with the under-18s, under-16, 17s teams in the Netherlands. So... They must know about him, so he, I think he still does have a have have a chance with the team. But at the moment, he's he's hovering around Kenny in and out the match day squad rather than in and out the starting eleven squad. Yeah, I would agree. Obviously, we're talking about Ruth, and you've mentioned that Ali Bakuna playing through the middle. I was sitting thinking to myself, Ruth just as I say couldn't get into the game. I was like, but there's not really much they can do in terms of who's on the bench we didn't have a striker on the bench and then Roof came off and Aribo was coming on and I was like who's going up front I thought Aribo was going up front and to be honest I was quite intrigued to see what that would be like I think Joe Aribo can play anywhere he wants but it was Bakuna that went up and look it just didn't work for me he's not a number nine we all know he's not a number nine and I think that was more of a get a frustrated roof off and just get another player on to get a few minutes in the legs, to to be honest. Um, we were getting, some of the, so when we were getting possession, we were getting periods of possession with the ball, some of the passing that Rangers were playing was great. From the back, as you mentioned, Ali, as well, with McLaughlin, even some of the passes within the midfield were really good. The final third wasn't as good, um, but Leon were, at the start of the half, were pressing us really, really high. After they they kind of backed off a bit because tiredness will creep in, etc. And the changes with, that both teams were making, I think I think they made all five subs as well. I, I'm pretty sure yeah. they did. So I mean, they were just a kind of full. That's what makes it feel a bit a lot of friendly as well. You're kind of subbing off players that don't usually play anyway. If you know what I mean or not, are in the kind of starting eleven. So uh, I just thought we were struggling in the final third. Um, moves on to about eighty minutes. Rangers then struggle with back to back corners, a couple of free headers to to. Leads to a goal line clearance from Steve Davis, who Scotia is back on the posts. Yep, <laughs> you know, he, for whatever reason, Gerard took him off from defending the, the post, and um, yeah, tonight goes to prove. You know, Ryan was right when he said it. I was right when I said it. Everyone else that said it is right. We need someone on the post at, at corners because at the moment we don't can't seem to, the, the defense can't seem to 
get those headers. There's always free headers getting given away for the for the attacking team. So um no, having that extra extra wee bit of defence there at the post just to help clear your lines is vital. So I was glad that happened. And when I seen like the replay back, because I hadn't caught it the first time round to get played, but I seen the replay back and it was just Davis at the back of the post. And I was like, oh yes, that's what I want to see. It's what everybody wants to see. <laughs> I always want to see Dave Steve Davis on a post. Um, Ali, you are obviously what you I think you just mentioned in the group. Why can we not defend corners? I don't know what it is. It's something we need to work on. Every time a ball comes into our box, I shite myself. Corner kicks, set pieces, anything that comes into our box. That I think that was about. I think there was three corners and three free headers that, mm. that Leon had. Probably should have scored, to be honest. And they need to cut it out, Rangers, because a, a team will, will, will get joy for that. And that's that's where we're a bit weak at the back, Rangers. In general, all-round play, I think we're decent at the back. We're vulnerable at times to that long ball over the top, through ball, but especially at set-pieces, corner kicks, we look very vulnerable. We just don't seem to deal with them and don't pick up on them. But like Scotia said, it was good to see Davis back in the post because if he wasn't there, they probably would have scored one of them, to be honest. They would definitely have scored one of them. Yeah. The one they cleared off the line, they, de- they definitely would have scored that. John Lammy said, did we not do last year having someone on the post? We did at the start of Gerard's reign, for whatever reason. It was, it Davis. It was Davis all yeah, the time. You, yeah, this season it Davis. stopped, for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason, it, it has stopped. Uh, well, it's back now, which is good to see. I am delighted to, to see Davis on the post. Uh, Rangers then break up. Uh, break up, break forward up the park after the determination from Aribo sends Patterson on his way, but instead of returning the ball to Aribo, Patterson makes the wrong decision really and just he slices the ball well wide. We look much more dangerous when Joe Aribo's on the park, and that's probably the understatement of the the, the season so far. Uh, we look like a completely different team when he's there. We look dangerous. He just looks like he wants to take everybody on himself, but he's very um. He's just such a game changer for Rangers and he's critical for us going forward. Um, Kent's unlucky with a run, um, but he's halted at the last minute. Um, the follow-up to that is a low cross from Aribo into the box, but there's no one there to put it in. Right at the end, McLaughlin's called into action in the post again um, from a corner. Rangers easily letting Leon get the header, as we've just spoke about. This time, McLaughlin gallows it pretty easy. Three minutes added on time. Aribo and Kent link up really well on the left. Um, the final ball from Kent is flashed across the goal, but again, no takers. Uh, Kamal Roof is probably sitting fizzing on that bench, the fact that these two chances have happened and he's been took off the park, because I'm pretty sure he would have scored. I would at least got to one of them, I would have thought. Look, I'm not blaming Bakuna. He's not a number nine, so you can't blame the guy for that, but if Kamal Roof was on the pitch, I'm pretty sure Kamal Roof would have been round about there anyway. And then Aribo was really unlucky right at the end not to win it for Rangers. Ball over the top, uh, but he just couldn't get the right connection onto it. I thought that was pretty much us. I thought that's the game over. And then Parson makes me pat myself a wee bit. He kind of caught out uh, with the last kick of the ball. Um, Leon should have won it, to be honest, but the attempt was pretty poor. And McLaughlin and Davis do enough to earn Rangers a point. I it's a fair result, in my opinion. I think the game was a strange one to watch in terms of everybody knew there was nothing really in it for anyone. Um, however, there was certain players, and there's one player we've not actually spoke about yet, uh, so I'll speak to you about him now. Uh, I thought John Lundstrom was great tonight. Yeah, I thought he was good, Lundstrom. thought he was neat and tidy, did his job. Where he plays in the, in the team, it's a... Uh... A no frills position, if you want to say, and I, yeah. I, I thought he, I thought he did his job really well. Times he drove with the ball when, when he could, but I thought he was good Lundstrom because he's not had a go under from Broncos. We've been saying, does he fancy him? We don't know because he's only come on for, I don't know, a couple of minutes really, in a couple of games to kind of show it up at times. But no, I thought he was, I thought he was good tonight, Lundstrom. I, I really did. Um, just kept it neat and tidy, really. That's, that's all he needed to do. And he, he, to me, he, he did his job tonight, Lundstrom. And um, I, he's probably put himself... I don't think he won't start against Hearts, but he's he's put himself in there for the the three home games coming up after that where we probably will rotate. So we'll probably see him in one of those games. Yeah, Scotia, yeah. Thoughts on... Or do you think it's a fair result? And your thoughts on Lundstrom tonight? 
Yeah, overall, I think it's a, a fair result. Right up at the very end, obviously, you mentioned Aribo with that chance. And again, because I ended up listening to what the guys in the studio afterwards had to say, McCoyst was going like, aye, Aribo should have just, shouldn't have jumped over the keeper. He should have just went down and maybe put the opportunity there to get the penalty. I didn't see it like that when I seen it, but obviously hearing it back from, from McCoyst and then obviously Patterson right at the very end with a bit of a slack pass, kind of lazing about in the balls, but McLaughlin does what a Rangers goalkeeper needs to do in the last, you know, dying seconds of a game, just being alert and making sure that there isn't any issues from it. So, yeah, overall, fair result. Lundstrom, yeah, I thought he was really good tonight as well. I've, I've noted that down that I thought the midfield tonight was good. Kamara and Lundstrom in the first half and then Lundstrom and Davis in the second half. I thought they were very tidy and you know, Lundstrom's probably a wee bit understated in how good he was in that game. And I did notice towards the end of the, the second half that he was maybe driving forward a wee mm. bit more as well on the break. Although that does tend to happen at that kind of, those latter stages of a game. But no, I was impressed with him tonight. Yeah, I, I was I was very impressed with him tonight. And you summed up pretty spot on, Ali. As I know, Thrill's position, you are there to win the ball. That is it. Win the ball, feed it off, do what you have to do. Uh, but I just thought he'd done his job very, very well tonight. And... You can sometimes you can see where he's come from, where he's played, the, the kind of level that he's played at. It kind of shines through sometimes, and a game like tonight, I think, I think it really did. So, gentlemen, uh, before we move on to discuss who we fancy in the next round, Ali, who was your man of match tonight? Difficult one. Um, I thought Ryan Kent in spells was really good. Tore it up. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Lundstrom, who we've just talked about, I thought was solid. Goldson, a couple of Hollywoods today were good. Uh, I thought him and Big Barsi were good, but I'm going to give it to to Borna Barisic. I thought Borna Barisic defensively again today was solid. I thought he he done his job as a left-back, and I've noticed that with the full-backs. They're not bombing on as they should be. We're letting our wingers do that, and I thought Barisic um, was really good at times defensively. So I know, I know he's had a bit of flack, but um, I'd give it to Borna Barisic. He did one wee moment where he got himself out of trouble as well. I think it was in the first half. He just did, I, I don't even know, some form of skill to get himself out of trouble <laughs> in the way he'd done it. It was brilliant, though. I, yeah. When he'd done it, I went, well done, Bomber, kind of thing. And I'm like, right. And I was like, that's um, that's good. Um, Ryan's obviously about, hello, Ryan. Um, he says Ryan Kent for him for man of the match. Scotia, man of the match for you. Can't disagree with what Ali was saying about there about Barisic and about the, the other players they mentioned. Again, I thought Goldson, once again, he's kind of just let bygones be bygones and he's starting to come back to kind of the player that we, that we know and want him to be. Um, but for me, I have to agree with Ryan. It was um, Ryan Kent for me. He offered the most danger going forward, I thought, and you know he was winning his decent fouls. So for me, he looked like our outball and the one way that we were going to frustrate and or win win the game. So Kent for me. Uh I'll go with I'll go with Ryan Jack. Oh no, hang on, that's my notes for the other night when I didn't thought he was going to start. Um it's difficult. I, I'm kinda I, I kinda want to give it to Bassey, even though he scored the own goal. I thought Bassey was really good. He kept Dembele very quiet, like very quiet. Dembele had obviously made the choice that he was going to try his hardest to go up against um Bassey instead of going up against Goldson. So I uh, would give it a Lundstrom. I don't know. It's between Bassey and Lundstrom, but I can't disagree with, with, with Barisic or Kent. I think both were both were really, really good. Um, I think it's a good thing that we have. Uh, obviously, Aribo's been the shining light for us, um, but obviously, uh, even when Aribo's not played the majority of the match tonight, we've been able to have a discussion about different players that we think were a man of the match and there's not really a great standout. That's not saying that the team weren't good. I'm just saying it's good that we can have a discussion that other players are now bringing more to the table because we were becoming very reliant on certain players. And if anything, everybody's kind of up in their game. And I, I'm, I, as I say, Gio's still unbeaten. And we can't ask for anything more than that. We, Leon have run away with this group and... To go, there, to go over there, no matter what Leon team you're playing, no matter what team we were playing, to get a, a draw is a great result for Rangers, and I'm, I'm delighted about it. So, uh, Scotia, I'll come back to you. Um, obviously, the 
I think the tie, the draw is now Monday. I think the commentator said that the, the draw for the next round is going to be on Monday, this round of, is it 24? I don't even know how that makes any sense. I am not a man for figuring out how these UEFA competitions work anymore, but it's around a 24. But Rangers can get Leipzig, eh, Dortmund, Porto, Sharif, Barcelona, Sevilla, Zenit, and Atlanta, is, isn't it? Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta, not Atlanta. We're, not, we're not going to Georgia. Not we're not going to Georgia. No, we're not going to Georgia. No, we're not definitely not going to Georgia. <laughs> Atlanta, even so. Scotia, who do you fancy? And I don't mean like women. Um, I mean like what team do you or fancy? Men. <laughs> or men? Best <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> be a PC podcast. Yes. Yeah. Um, ideally, I think obviously Sheriff stand out there as Kenny. They'd probably look as if they'd be the easiest team. But what where are they out in? As as Azerbaijan or Armenia, they're out that neck of the woods. So it's a bit of travel out there. Was it Moldova they're out in? Right. Yeah. yeah. So still sorry, far eastern Europe, isn't it? Um they'd be the kind of ideal team you want, but obviously they, they beat Real Madrid at the start of the Champions League campaign. To be honest, I wouldn't mind Atalanta. Bergamo would be quite a nice that's a nice wee area, Bergamo. You know me in Italy, but I've never been to Bergamo, so I'd like to go there. Um, they'd be a good shout. And then, obviously, Glamour Tie, Barcelona, the way they're playing at the moment. If we could get them like next week or two weeks down the line, I would take Barca all day long. But we don't know how they're going to be come around. What, it's the end of February the tie's taking place, so yeah, don't really know how things are going to change by then. So, to be honest, I'd take anyone. I'd rather avoid a team that we've played too often in the recent recent past so that rules out your Portos and Benficas teams like that Yeah, I would agree um, and the team from Georgia I wouldn't mind a go at them because we've never we've never played them before so um, Ali I, I, I would be think I would be more inclined to pick uh, Dortmund if the world was in its normal state, however I know what's going on in Germany just now there might be a chance that Rangers fans can't actually travel to Dortmund. Um, if we can travel to Dortmund and we get Dortmund, I will need to beg the other half to allow me to go because I've always wanted to go and what a better reason to go if Rangers are playing there. So my pick is Dortmund um, for that reason. However, I, I, to be honest, I'm not really bothered. I, I, um, I, I just, most of them you can say are a big tie. Sharif, maybe not, uh, but Everybody else is going to be quite a big tie. And obviously, it would be nice to avoid Zenit because going to Russia would be a, a nightmare. So, who's your choice? First of all, Paul Stewart's looking out for a, a shout-out to his daughters. Scotia, so is, Scotia, Scotia is a, a real man. So, Isla and Evie, <laughs> Scotia does exist. He is a real man. He's a, yes. And he is live right at the moment. So, yes. you can ask him any, any question you want about the John Wick movies. <laughs> Or the shameless um, one as well. Right, I've so, got that uh, premiere soon, don't I? <laughs> you can yeah. even ask him. You can ask him about the islands of Scotland and Bute and things like want. that. He knows all that stuff as well. Yeah, but um, but no. In terms of my pick, they're all big teams. I wouldn't want. Um, I don't want teams we've played previously, like Porto. I don't want them. Zenit, nah. I sh- Sheriff's one we could probably get through for, but the one that everyone's shouting about and obviously Curry Munchers just said it there is uh, is Barca. I watched Barca last night against uh, Bayern Munich and I know Bayern Munich are a very good team and a lot better than us but um, Barca looked very average and although they're struggling in terms of finances and stuff and it's uh, Xavi's their manager now isn't it? He's, he's come back as a manager. Yeah. Um, oh, has he? Yeah but for me if you want a big glamour tie I Barca Dortmund, but I, I think Barca would be a good one, and I think it would be a good away trip for all the Bears as well. I think we'd bring depend on the Christ. We could get sheriff and go to Moldova, and would would take 20,000 there. Doesn't matter where we go, but I think a lot of the Bears would want Barca. I think that's the one. Yeah, I think we'll so. I can get mugged in Barcelona again. I cheers for that, Ali. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have pushed. To have to have Barcelona at Ibrox, yeah, I mean, it's Barcelona at the end of the day. I know they are not. There is a massive, messy-shaped hole in the middle of their team, but 
it's just it would be the most glamorous tie. And I do think Dortmund um, would be incredible. Can you imagine uh, Dortmund at Ibrox as well and then even going over there? I think it would just be tremendous. Like, I'm not really... <laughs> I'm not really bothered, honestly. I'm not. I think we've got to the, the kind of the the bonus round in terms of where we are as a team, uh, if that makes sense. So the bigger, the bigger, the better. I, I I really I really couldn't care. So the draw for that is going to be Monday. Why is it not tomorrow morning? Somebody tell me. It usually is. It's because of this game was delayed by Villarreal and Atalanta. I don't, I don't I don't really know to be honest, but uh, just doesn't really matter to be honest. Yeah, so yeah, that'll do us. I say just a wee a longer one tonight just because we've went live. Uh, I'd say we're only live because we're doing it so late on due to other life things. Um, Ali, thank you very much for your time tonight, mate. Um, I'm glad you got your walk in before we recorded the pod. <laughs> ah, it was pushing me in. I just, I just seen the, the guy, <laughs> the guy from Auckland was a way to the beach because it's 26 degrees there. <laughs> so, God. Christ, I wish, I wish I was going there instead, but uh. No, that was good tonight, and um, I'd imagine we're doing a, a club preview tomorrow on the on the Hearts game for Sunday. So I look forward to talking about that game because that's to me that's that's the that's the big game for us this week. So um, I'm looking forward to that. We'll be doing it on Saturday. Wink, wink, yeah. wink, wink. <laughs> um, I'm working Saturday, so we will be recording tomorrow night. But it will be with you on Saturday. Scotia, thanks very much, mate. Yeah, cheers. I am jealous of that it's 26. It's 26 over here, but unfortunately it's in Fahrenheit and not degrees Celsius. So, um, <laughs> See, enjoy enjoy, the, enjoy the beach in Auckland. You're that intelligent, mate. I don't even know if that's true or not. That, that might be true. I've got no idea what the I Fahrenheit don't think it's as cold is. As, I don't think it's as cold as that, but it's, it's very close, if you're being honest. Uh, not, not that close. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... Results fair tonight. I think it was good to see teams uh, players get a run out. Some impressed, some maybe didn't. Um, but I think it was important to to get a, a run out, and I'm glad we've treated it that way. I'm glad that um, Gio's decided to do it the way he has. So thank you for everybody for getting involved in the comments. It's always good to get to get your input. Uh, finish up with the the shameless plug from me. Um, we are doing our first ever live show in the Viceroy on the 14th of January. Uh, so there is a link for the tickets in the description for this podcast. It'll be £5 a ticket. Uh, there is still some left. Um, so come along, spend some time with us because as I said in the last pod, I've got the fear it's going to just be me and Scotia with me standing with a pair of manscaped clippers in my hand and I'm not really looking <laughs> up forward to that to be completely honest. So yeah, and you can also become a club at 22 supporter. You can join this channel from the 99p. Again, the link is below for that. And finally, um, just a shameless plug, um, please like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, like, share, comment, follow our socials, all the usual uh, all the usual stuff uh, really does help us and yeah we will be back we will record a preview tomorrow night and it will be with you on Saturday so until we speak to you then we are Club at 22 the Rangers podcast thank you for listening and on to Sunday now cheers everybody <laughs>